When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Wednesday edition of Inside the 20 with myself and Keith Niebuhr. Well, who am I? I'm Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. If you're not a member of that site, you absolutely should be. The special is still going on right now, 25 bucks until August. Actually, until September. It'll get you through August. Subscribe, give us a look, check us out. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. I am joined, as I always am, by Mr. Keith Niebuhr. Mr. Keith Niebuhr, looks like you're uh, in Montana or Alaska. <laughs> No, riding a bike in Tampa. I got a little wind here. I hope everybody can hear me. Okay, we're both in different uh, different places than we're normally. Yeah. You look like you're you're sitting a little lower in your chair. It's amazing that I picked up on this, but yeah, uh, but yeah, we're, we we got a lot to talk about. But I know we got an advert uh, an advertisement we got to get to first. Absolutely. If uh, you're looking in the market for a vehicle, new or used, give Caleb Schofield a call. Good Auburn man. Friend of the show, friend of the site, Caleb Schofield at Mike Patton Auto in LaGrange, Georgia, 334-531-0996, has new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and even Hondas. And the vehicle, the used vehicle lot is even more diverse. All used cars have to pass a multi-point inspection before they even consider selling them. Then they back all of those used cars with a free three-month, 3,000-mile warranty. The new cars come even better guaranteed. And with a free lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited mileage. And if you're not in the market for a new vehicle or a used vehicle and you know somebody who is, send them to Caleb. He'll send you 300 bucks back for the referral. Caleb Schofield, Mike Patton, Auto in LaGrange, Georgia, 334-531-0996. Keith, the transfer portal opened on Monday. We have been nonstop. We have seen coaches going on the road making in-home visits. We have seen recruits setting up visits. We have seen new offers going out. But the biggest story of the week so far is the transfer portal. Your thoughts on the first 48 hours going into day yeah. three. Well, and that's why that's why I'm out riding a bike and, and doing that while we're recording the show here because we haven't been able to leave our houses, quite frankly. It's just been nonstop action. Guys entering the portal left and right. You got guys leaving Auburn. You got guys at other schools entering the portal. Over 400 Power 5 guys entered the portal each of the first two days, I believe, Monday and Tuesday. It was, it was more than that. Uh, and, we're, yeah, we're already seeing Auburn put out some offers, you know, uh, offensive lineman uh, from Rhode Island. Uh, last night, Caleb Banks, a defensive tackle from Louisville. Uh, you know, there, uh, Rivaldo Fairweather, who both of us have written about. Now, in fact, you were all over that tight end from Florida International. Uh, see, we've talked before about if you don't know – if, you, if you're just finding out that a guy's entering the portal, you're probably already behind. Rivaldo Fairweather, per your reporting, was somebody that, you know, as soon as he entered the portal, Auburn had an offer to him. Right. That, that to me, suggests they knew, they knew this was coming. And that's good. That's smart. You're working all your, your channels, your back channels. You're, you're finding out what's going on. You're, you've got your ear to the ground. You've got a staff 
uh, off the field, off the field, who know people, who tell you, hey, keep an eye on this guy. Uh, Ra-Ra Thomas uh, was an interesting one, the receiver from Mississippi State. He's from Daphne, you know, or not Daphne, uh, Eufaula. And our good friend Jason Caldwell, I hate to give him any competitor any credit, but back when Ra-Ra Thomas was in high school, Jeffrey, that was somebody that Jason really loved. And, and you know, he goes out and he catches 40-something passes for Mississippi State. He's been there two years. He says, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to get in the portal, see what my market value is right now. And he's already picking up offers left and right. So it's it's true free agency in college football. You know, for years, the move, the change in college football, Jeffrey, was like at a snail's pace. And then just in the last three or four years, playoff. Now we're going to have an expanded playoff. The portal. I mean, it's just been – not it, It's – NIL, it's uh, I, I don't think the NCAA is running the show anymore. I think college, somebody had a good tweet this morning. I'm stealing it from them. I don't remember who it was. College football is running the NCAA. But it's been, uh, if you're working over at Auburn and all these other schools, it's been just nonstop. But here's the thing, Jeffrey. Everybody else, uh, Auburn saved up its money for this, for this moment. So did all the other big boys. So you're still going to have to get out and get to know these kids. You're still going to have to sell them on your program. Here's what we can do for you. Here's what the community's like. Here's what the school's like. Here's the coach that can get you to the NFL and develop you. And also, we're going to try to win big, too. So the competition is fierce. But you feel like if you're Hugh Freeze and company, you've got a staff that, that can connect with people. We'll see. We don't know this. Right. Uh, we know what Hugh Freeze's track record is, but he still doesn't have a complete staff. He's working on that. But the guys he's, he's hired so far, um, Wesley McGriff, defensive back coach, uh, Thornton, the offensive line coach, Jeremy Garrett, the defensive line coach, our sources tell us these are guys that are really connecting well with people and have in the past, too. So we think Auburn's going to be a serious player in the portal, but it's not going to be easy. Don't just think if you're a fan that Auburn's just going to be able to be able to go out and pluck whoever they want. Doesn't work that way. That's right. And, you know, you mentioned Ra Ra Thomas. You mentioned Johnny Cornelius. You mentioned Rivaldo Fairweather. Those three guys, I think Ra Ra Thomas is expected to come in to visit this this weekend. And, you know, with transfers, it kind of works a little bit faster with uh, than, than recruits. You know, your first step is identifying. Then you want to get an offer out to this kid immediately or as fast as you can. And then you want to get them on, on campus because there's not much time uh, before the spring semester starts in January. So you've got to move fast on this. And we've seen, we, like you said, we've seen the offers go out. Now we want to start seeing some visits. Ra Ra Thomas is coming in this weekend. Fairweather's coming in Friday week. Uh, Keith, correct me if I'm wrong. Do these kids, do the transfers sign on December 21st? Yeah, you know, I don't think they do. I think they, I, you know, these rules are changing all the time. Yeah. People must think we're idiots sometimes, but they're it, it really, you know, technically you don't have to sign at all. Okay. Right. You just, you know, you just need to sign scholarship papers wherever you're going. But, but yeah. now I don't think they need to. In fact, Rivaldo Fairweather, uh, the tight end at Florida International, very good player, by the way, averaged over 15 yards a catch. Um, he says, you know, I'm not going to make up my mind until right before January. Now, I think once he visits Auburn, it could be yeah. done. Uh, and that's going to be the 16th, but, uh, so he very well could, but I, I think the school can just announce you as a transfer, but I don't, I don't think that they technically have to sign quite frankly. I wish you wouldn't ask me that Jeffrey. Yeah. Yeah, hey, <laughs> I don't think their recruitment, recruitment, recruitments yeah. end on December the 21st, like these high school kids do, Juco kids do. That's right. That's right. Well, you know, we're, uh, we're seeing that, that they're going to, uh, yeah, but the thing is that most of these guys want to be in place by January. Right. So that's why in this portal window, this December window, now there'll be a – there's other windows. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's going to be guys that go through spring practice with a new staff at Auburn, at other schools, and say, uh, this ain't for me. You know, this isn't working out. 
so it's interesting because, you know, here's another element of this, Jeffrey, and we, we've talked a couple, about a few of these things, but some guys are just going in the portal. They have no intention of leaving. They just kind of want to see what's out there, see if any good offers come in, and if not, hey, I'll stay at School X instead of going to School Y. And, and another trend you and I have noticed, Auburn, and you did, you've done a great job on your portal board, I have to say, because all these guys have been entering the portal and we're like, okay, they're going to go after this running back and that quarterback and uh-uh. This staff, and most staffs, by the way, it's not just this one, they couldn't care less what your star raking was in high school. So whenever a five-star enters the portal, fans are rushing to put it on the board. Hey, this guy's a, you know, this guy's in the portal. Well, he hadn't done anything in two years at, at whatever school he's been at. If that's the case, Auburn's not going after him. They've got to see some real potential. Now, sometimes you get stuck behind a really good player, Jeffrey, as you know. Uh, but if you haven't produced in two or three years and you haven't been injured or just stuck behind somebody really good or in a horrible system that wasn't your fault, uh, chances are Auburn's not going to take a look at you. So who are they looking at? Guys that are producing is what we're seeing so far. Now, now Caleb Banks is one of those exceptions, and there are a few other guys too. He's a defensive tackle from Louisville. He hadn't done a ton there, but he's big. He's big and he's still young, so they feel like, uh, obviously, if Auburn offered him, uh, them and other schools, Florida's offered him, he's going to visit them, and a bunch of other schools, Kansas, NC State, I think they're thinking this guy's too good to not look at. He's, his body is so rare. Okay, so there's always going to be exceptions, but Jeffrey, you pointed out to me, uh, they seem to be looking at guys that, are, that were producers because they can't, this isn't an experiment anymore. They need guys that can play right now that are proven right now, you know, right now. Uh, yeah, okay, there may be some good backup quarterbacks out there, but they need somebody that can come in and push for a starting job tomorrow. I mean, that's the reality right now. So, again, that's one of the trends we're seeing. They haven't been throwing out offers left and right in the portal. I thought there'd be more offers out, didn't you? Really, Jeffrey? They're, really being, they're being quite selective, quite frankly. Yeah, I apologize. The uh, the yard crew just showed up, of course, right when we're starting to uh, to record, but – uh, I'll do my best to keep it on mute. Wonky. Yard crew. Well, that's how the other half lives, I no, guess. I'm the yard Jessica's. crew. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm out here riding a Schwinn through Tampa. <laughs> this guy, this guy's got you know 18 workers out in his yard. Uh, new offer out 2023 high school kid Keith. I thought this was very imp- uh, important, intriguing. A new running yeah. back offer to Jamari and Wilcox out of Carrollton, Georgia. Uh, uh, you- is actually is he at South Paulding? I can't remember. Shit, you're right. Is, You're it, right. is it South Paulding? Okay. Right. Um, South Paulding, Jamari Wilcox. I think he had a huge monster uh, season, senior season. Cadillac, uh, those guys went and visited with him Monday. And I think, Keith, did you get him? I, I've been trying. I think you got him momentarily. Your thought. Your thoughts on this uh, On this offer? Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm looking it up now. Now, Ohio State has offered. Clemson has offered Kentucky's been the perceived favorite if I if my memory's correct here. But he's a guy that had a big season. He had a big senior season. You know, there still are guys like that that aren't huge recruits and blow up their senior season. I'll tell you one of them, Jameer Gibbs, the running starting running back at Alabama. That was a guy that really burst on the scene his last year. Georgia Tech got him early and was able to hold on. And then you know, after playing a year, wasn't able to hold on. Now he's Alabama's, uh, you know, one of their best players, one of the best running backs in the country. So this guy, uh, Jamari and Wilcox, correct? I'm getting the name right here. Uh, he had over 2,000 yards his senior season. I, I think we have the right school. Um, you know, but in that competitive West metro area of Atlanta, a lot of good programs out there. And so he's done it against good competition. Uh, but what we think is, I, I believe the on three recruiting prediction machine lists Kentucky as a favorite. But again, 
Clemson's recruiting. Ohio State recently lost a running back. I believe his name is Mark Fletcher. He decommitted. So they're looking for a running back. So the competition is going to be stiff. But Jeffrey, to me, the big, the big thing here is we weren't sure Auburn was going to take a second running back. And it, I don't know definitively whether they will in the high school class, but this leads me to believe that they're certainly looking. Uh, I thought all along they were going to add, certainly add one through the portal because it, I, my feeling, I, I, look, I haven't heard directly from the horse's mouth, but Jeffrey, I think both of us probably agree. It seems likely Tank Bigsby, it, I would be surprised if he's returning. Okay. You never know, right? I would be surprised. Um, but I don't think it all miss Hugh Freeze. Ever. Jeffrey, I've got guys working on trees now right, here, right in front of me here. But uh, I don't think uh, um, I don't think Hugh Freeze ever had a thousand yard rusher at Ole Miss. I could be wrong on that. I think Akeem Judd was his most productive running back. Uh, and so, if you're Tank Bigsby, you're probably thinking, okay, what you know, I, I, how much stock, how much could my stock go? But anyway, but if he doesn't stay, they've got to get some replacements. They've got to you, know, you got Jarquez Hunter back, you got Damari Austin back. But you also, I'm going to turn around here. You also need guys. Uh, you're going to have um, you're going to have Jeremiah Cobb coming in too. By the way, four-star running back from Montgomery Carver, who we have a great update this morning. But you still three three good running backs is not enough. Uh, Jordan Ingram, one of your backups, just entered the transfer portal. So uh, it's interesting. I wonder are they going to try to grab a high school guy alone or a high school guy and a portal guy? There's a lot of decisions to be made. This is a real chance to beef up your roster, but. You also don't want to get stuck with bad portal decisions either, Jeffrey, because right now, as it stands, if you take somebody and they have three years left and they're not any good uh, and they're going to count against your 85 for the length of their time. I mean, it, uh, you, you can't just say, OK, this guy's we don't want him anymore. He leaves. No, he still counts against your 85 scholarships only even if he leaves. So I hope some of that made sense, guys. Yeah. You know, and, we get of everything. Are you going to dog. I do think they're going to, to look for a quarterback. I do think they're going to look for a running back. I don't think anybody in the portal as it stands today is anybody that intri intrigues them enough to really push. But those the, those are positions. I mean, hell, man, I don't know any position that they're not going to go after in the transfer portal. They're, I agree with you 100%. I mean, you're talking interior offensive linemen, tackles. Uh, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, defensive lineman. We saw Caleb Banks get offered edges. Uh, the kid, uh, Western Michigan, again, keep an eye on Western, Western Michigan. There's another guy at Western Michigan who uh, they like even better more. Uh, but they like even better more. Andre, like is that the Andre Carter defensive end? Than, than Andre Carter. Um, okay. Lo uh, linebackers, Justin Flo went in there this morning. We've already seen uh, Auburn looking at Sergio, what's his name, from Clemson. Sergio Allen, is that? Am I getting that yeah, right? That's I can't yep, that's okay. it. There's uh, a lot of good players going in the portal. There, there, there's no I doubt. What, that, that JQ Hardaway. Yeah. Remember him? Defensive back from Phoenix City Central, played at Cincinnati. He entered the portal. Love yeah. him. Love that kid. Which is which is interesting, Jeffrey, because they could have had him out of high school just a year ago. Didn't really recruit him. Now they want him. I mean, things change. Guys grow. You get a little sure. bit more film. You see what they can do in college. But, uh, you know, uh, Jeffrey, to me, the most intriguing – I think I agree with you. I think they're going to take somebody at every single position. But to me, quarterback, offensive tackle, and and defensive line are the ones I'm watching closely. But, gosh, they're going to need linebackers. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. So, But quarterback and then offensive tackle, you've mentioned him before, the big offensive tackle out of 
University of Rhode Island that everybody's after. Auburn's working on a visit. A Johnny Cornelius. No, uh, it's Anjay. I've got a, we're getting all the names. There's so many names. It's, Hold on, it's, I got my big board right here. Yeah. Offensive tackle. I'll just talk about it. Offensive tackle from the University of Rhode Island. Zach. A big kid. Zach knows. A, John, a Johnny Cornelius, right, Zach, in the back? Yeah, that, that's his name. It's a Johnny Cornelius. Okay. okay. you were. I thought you were saying Johnny. I'm like, I don't think it's Johnny. I don't think it's. I don't that's think it's. what it sounded like. John Boy Cornelius. Uh but yeah, I mean, and that's a guy. Look, here you go. You're thinking everybody's thinking. Okay, let's go get this guy that was a backup at Alabama, five-star recruit. This guy's done more than those guys have done, and he's better than those guys. So that's the guy everybody's going after. It's we have to get out of our heads, all of us, reporters and fans. The star thing. Once they get to in high school, it's fine. But two, three years in, that that is so irrelevant. Actually, the day you get to college, it's irrelevant. But it's so irrelevant in terms of transfer portal pickups. You're looking for individual production. So Rhode Island, which might not have but a couple guys that could start at Auburn or play at Auburn, has a guy that might be better than anybody at Auburn. That's just the way it goes. You look at the NFL draft every year, Jeffrey, and there's guys getting drafted from Bethune-Cookman, Rhode Island, uh, Wofford, Tusculum. They're everywhere. you got to find them. And a lot of those guys used to be stuck at those schools, not that they're bad places to be at, but they never had a chance to go to a big school like Auburn. Now they do. So they're entering the portal, and you're seeing all the major schools go after a lot of these guys, and it's fascinating to watch. You know, you said something today in our text. You know, Auburn has definitely, you know, stocked up on this. I hate using this term. I more chest, NIL. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, and th that's going to be the last time I use that term, by the way. Uh Auburn has stacked up such a big account. But so has everyone else, or, or, or a lot of the bigger schools. And one thing I learned from last night from a conversation for somebody who knows a lot more about it than we both do is that these offensive tackles, there's a lot of good ones in that portal. But, dude, everybody's after them, and everybody's earmarked, earmarked their funds for offensive tackles. So it's like okay. you said earlier in this show, Keith, you know, just because Auburn has a lot of money stocked up doesn't mean other schools don't. And they're not they're not prepared to use it on offensive yeah. line. And some schools are using the portal to rebuild their rosters like Auburn. Others are using it to, hey, we're already really good. This yeah. could be what gets us over the top. Mm -hmm. So there's that factor, too. So kids looking at NIL money, relationships, development, who can get me the NFL. But then also, where am I going to win at? That, that, that still matters. Where am I going to win at? What stage am I going to play on? It still matters to people. But you're right, Jeffrey. Everybody's going after these people. And and you know what? If you only have one big need and it's left tackle or right tackle, and that that's where you're putting all your NIL chips. You're, it's all going into that basket. And then you got a school like Auburn that's that's got a lot of NIL money to disperse, but it's got to go to a lot of people. You may be able to – that, that might give you a little bit of a competitive edge in some respects because you can – concentrate more into one guy so it, it's it, it's going to be a challenge i don't think there's any question about that but look auburn there's i think there's going to be enough good guys in the portal and obviously kids are doing their homework out there too uh, you mentioned this there's a lot of kids a lot of young guys that are not even in the portal yet that are looking at schools like auburn and saying man they got four spots maybe open on the offensive line um maybe i will go in the portal it, it's hard it's like breaking up with somebody going to tell your coaches you're going in the portal, though. So, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a challenge. But I, you know, Auburn's got a staff of people behind the scenes that are constantly, at the minute, 
the minute somebody's in the portal, they're evaluating. Uh, now, obviously, sometimes you're you're behind on, on those guys if you didn't know they were already going in the portal. But they've got their ear to the ground, and they were prepared on a lot of these guys, I'm told, Jeffrey, and I think you were too. They were ready. They were ready. But I think the most interesting thing to me is that a lot of guys that we all assume, I think Kavase Smoke, running back from uh, Wetumpka, or Montgomery, Wetumpka area, uh, from Kentucky, he had pretty productive guy at Kentucky. He enters the portal, and you and I and everybody else is thinking, okay, that's a guy to watch. Hour later, you say he's not a guy to watch. They know what they're looking for. Justin Williams. There you go. Justin Williams, another running back. How about EJ Williams? That's I was getting my signal across. EJ Williams, a receiver that Auburn couldn't live without when he was in high school at Phoenix City Central, goes to Clemson, has three years there, not overly productive, uh, but you know, big bodied receiver, a guy that you feel like, you know, Hugh Freeze likes big bodied receivers. And uh, you're thinking, okay, uh, it looks right. like it could work. Not, right now, not not that interested in him. So they know what they're looking for. They don't have – the way they're thinking is, you know, there's not time right now, guys. There's not time to bring in too many experiments. You have a couple of them, high-end guys that haven't produced yet, but they're looking for guys that already have produced. I think I've made my point clear there. Yeah, you talk about experiment. That's more of a high school guy. You're taking, you know, you, you're, that's you're, your experiment. Exactly. Right. There's your experiment. And speaking of high school guys, we've seen coaches on these new coaches, Jeremy Garrett, <laughs> all these guys going on the road. Wesley McGriff is back for his third stint with Auburn. I'm expecting <laughs> yes. him out today. We know Christian Robinson. I'm assuming Wesley McGriff is going with him down to Miami today. Yeah, you, you right? would think so. I, I think, but we're not entirely sure. No, but, yeah, you know, we, we know Auburn's going to be in Miami to see the crew from Miami Central. We're going to get some clarity on Kiwan Jenkins, the quarterback yeah. commit from Miami Central, we think. He hadn't heard much from Auburn uh, since Hugh Freeze became coach. You know, he was kind of a, a take that, you know, he'd been committed to Florida International, and then they flipped him. He didn't, he didn't flip from USC, for instance. He flipped from Florida International. So, we did. We still really don't know what Auburn, uh, what Auburn's plans are. They had 13 commitments. They're at 11 now. We think Ashley Williams, the edge at some point, may end up not being on the commitment list. Uh, but they're trying to figure all that out. But yeah, you know, losing Rock Bell and Tony, a guy a favorite of yours and mine, with those South Florida connections, we thought was going to crush Auburn. Because what do you what do you not want to have to do? Put a guy, another new guy, down there again. So. God, for like the fifth year in a row, a new a new Auburn coach down in, in South Florida. So they go out and they get Wesley McGriff, who, who has as much as many ties to South Florida probably as Rock Bell and Tony does. And in fact, at, at his previous stop, Louisville, had a commitment from four-star linebacker Stanquan Clark at Miami Central, who Auburn's trying to flip. That helps. Wesley McGriff was just at Miami Central's game last week, Jeffrey. You know who wasn't at their game? Auburn. Well, actually, Auburn was at their game. Because I just said Wesley McGriff was there he a couple days later. Yeah, yeah, they're recruiting for Louisville a few days later. It's like Auburn got a free visit out of that. So, um, so they're going to be working on him. Uh, you've got uh, the receiver Lamar Seymour. Now we don't know he's committed to Pitt. What we don't know is is that a guy Hugh Freeze is going to want? Right. We, that that's one I think maybe we could see some new receiver targets emerge. Yeah. Maybe not Seymour. I don't think he's that big body receiver. I, I, I'm just guessing. Because no, with Tavares, Tavares Dawson staying, Javaris Johnson staying. Uh, but the, yes, yeah, exactly. But the big one at Miami Central, I'm saving the best for life, Ruben Bain, right? And so you lost that connection with Bell and Tony, and, and you and I both had people tell us, multiple people say that uh, Ruben Bain, the four-star edge for Miami Central, was really crushed by uh, Auburn firing Rock Bell and Tony, the popular edge coach. 
Uh, Louisville's involved there. Probably not anymore. Their whole staff's gone. You can, I think you can count them out now. Uh, and then you got Miami, hometown Miami, which we're still trying to figure out how Miami can recruit him because they're, his former coach in Miami Central is now an off-the-field staffer at Miami. Technically, you're not supposed to be able to sign guys that you have that relationship with, but Miami's still recruiting him, and some people think he's going to Miami. See how that turns out. And then, obviously, Alabama always rearing its head with these big-time guys, Jeffrey. But, you know, if you're going to – the Gus's 2017 team that had people like Derrick Brown, they went out and they went head-to-head, toe-to-toe, and beat the Alabamas for guys like Derrick Brown. They, they beat Alabama for Montrevious Adams, for Kerryon Johnson, Austin Troxel, Calvin Ashley, Trey Williams. The list goes on and on, but the list started getting smaller in recent years. So Auburn's got to start getting some of those wins. Wesley McGriff gets you right back in with Miami Central. He's got the Miami ties. He coached at Miami. He's been recruiting down there for more than a decade. So I, I, I hopefully, if you're Auburn, you don't miss a beat down there. Yeah, we've seen these new coaches get on the road. We're expecting Weston McGriff because of his ties to South Florida. We know Christian Robinson's down there today meeting with Kiwan Jenkins. I'm guessing somebody else – Christian Robinson won't be down there alone. Um, we've got – we had uh, Jeremy Garrett meeting again yesterday with the Madhouse training facility, uh, guys in Montgomery. We had Hugh Freeze and Zach Etheridge making info, in-home visits with Tony Mitchell yesterday. Also went all uh, Terrence Love. With Joe Bernardi, with Ben Agamaya. Oh, man, I, I feel like I'm saying that name right. Oh, is that who was with him? I couldn't tell whether it was Ben or, uh, or Jake Thornton, the tight, uh, it was new Jake, offensive line coach. It was Jake Thornton and, uh, okay. and Joe Bernardi, <laughs> Zach, you and, and Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, so a lot of these coaches, man, they're, they're hitting the ground running. They're hitting the guys that we would expect them to, to visit, right? And, I, Keith, I thought Terrence Love's – had an interesting quote, and you even led off with it in your story about his own business. He feels like he's a lot, a lot more relatable than Auburn's former yeah. coach. And I have to be honest, sometimes as reporters, we fish for quotes, right? We do. I didn't this time. I didn't bring up Brian Arson's name. I just said, how did it go with Hugh Freeze? And, and Terrence Love is the one that said, hey, uh, it, it, went, it went well. Uh, in my opinion, he said, he's a little bit better. Than Brian Harson, and then he explained that Hugh Freeze was much more personable. Uh, he's on it. He's focused on recruiting. He said that he would he'd get a text here and there from Brian Harson, but you know Hugh Freeze is on the phone with these guys. And and you know, you don't have to recruit twenty four seven as a head coach. You just got to be a lot more engaging than Brian Harson. Innovative. Really, uh, that's right. And another quote. I thought the more interesting one, quite frankly, I we knew all this. I thought the more interesting one was at the bottom, buried in the story, where he said that he basically said that he, that Hugh Freeze isn't as insulated from the outside as Brian Harsh was. In other words, he said, "I don't have to go. You don't have to go through two or three people to get to Hugh Freeze." Well, what do we know about Brian Harsh? He he liked that CEO role. He had Brad Larondo. He had Darren Usher. He had Drew Fabianics. There were recruits and their coaches. Quite frankly, would tell us Jeffrey. They got me talking to this guy and that guy. I want to talk to him. And, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, whether that was, you know, there may be people on the old staff that say, oh, that's that's garbage. Well, perception's reality. If that's what they think, that's all that matters. And people thought that he wasn't super, Brian Harson wasn't super approachable like Hugh Freeze is, and, and, in a nutshell. And, again, I've seen Hugh Freeze. I've been to his camps multiple times at Ole Miss. I've seen him interact with kids and families. I don't know if he's going to have top five classes year after year. I don't know. 
I think there'll be better classes than what they've had. And I think he's going to be better in the living rooms. Uh, yeah, Terrence Love said uh, that the four-star Auburn safety man, he's relatable. He's, uh, he's like a real guy. He's like a real guy, you yeah. know? So, and he, he's had he's had real guy problems in his life too, and maybe that makes him more relatable to some sure. people. We'll see. You know, who knows? We'll see. I'm really looking forward to covering this class, the finish fishing touches of this class. We're over. We we know we're over 20 minutes, folks, but we went really under on Monday, so we were going to try to make up for that. So no flag thrown today, but we're going to have in home visits. We're going to have official visits coming up. We've got the transfer portal. We've got coaches still to be hired. We're going to be covering all uh, Auburn Live on three. Give us a chance. Give us a look. Give us a try. Auburn Live on three. $25 now until September. Uh, also, if you're watching on this, we appreciate everybody listening and watching. Please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would greatly appreciate that. One more time, if you're looking for a ho uh, house, if you're looking for a car, um, LaGrange, Georgia, Caleb Schofield, Mike Patton, Auto, 334-531-0996. We appreciate him and supporting the show. We hope you guys will support our supporters. Uh, thanks again, man. We'll be all over it the rest of the week. We'll be back Thursday with a modcast, Friday with a recruiting show, and then we'll be back Sunday night for the uh, Auburn Live call-in show. Looking forward to that. Appreciate everybody. For Keith, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Man, y'all stay out of the left lane. See ya. <laughs>